Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Slabstock's Week 14 NFL Recap. I'm your host, Nate. This week, we'll be looking at two good quarterbacks and their prices, and two bad quarterbacks and their prices, and covering some news and notes. Um, a little press for time this week, so that's why we're dropping it down to 2-2. Two and two. It's also the end of the NFL season, almost, so you should be really concentrating on other sports at this point for your investing purposes. So we're going to be kind of deadening down the football content, so to speak. So let's jump into it. Uh, starting with news and notes this week, uh, number one, we had a lot of interesting games going on this week. Um, you had the Chargers just absolutely blowing out the Jaguars 45-10. to 10. The Chargers always have the possibility of blowing out a team, but you know you haven't seen it yet this year, and you here they are just absolutely demolishing the Jaguars. You had the 49ers and Saints, just a ridiculous back-to-back uh, affair. Uh, 49ers winning 48-46. to That was a wild game. You had a very boring game against the Packers and the Redskins. 20-15, to Packers won. Uh, beating the Redskins by only five points is embarrassing. I've said it before, and I will say it again. Packers have to be the worst 10-3 team I've ever seen in my entire life. You had the Broncos completely blowing out the Texans 38-14. to uh, which is unexpected. Drew Locke, who we will talk about in a bit, was amazing on Sunday. You had Lamar Jackson, yet again, winning, uh, beating a very good Bills team, 24-17. to They beat everyone they've thrown their way. Bills, Patriots, uh, Texans, anybody that's been thrown their way, they've beaten uh, 49ers, so great game there. Uh, Jets beat the Dolphins by one, just a terrible game all around. I don't know who would watch the Jets and the Dolphins play, but uh, good for you. And then uh, we had a couple uh, night games. The Rams destroyed the Seahawks 28-12. to Did not see that coming. The Rams finally looked like the Rams again. And then we had the Eagles barely beating the Giants in overtime on Monday night. And Carson Wentz also barely getting me a win in my fantasy league. So thank you for overtime in that game. I'm sure I'm the only person that was cheering for overtime because the NFC East is terrible. All right, so news and notes. Let's look at these stat lines for the week. Phillip Rivers was 16 for 22 for 314 yards, three touchdowns, and a 154.4 passer rating. That was the best passer rating of the week, probably the best game of the week. I did not put him in my quarterback thing because nobody really cares about Phillip Rivers' stats um, or card prices. But his stats are amazing this week. Jaguars clearly have given up. Not much can be made of it, but it's nice to see Phillip Rivers having another good game. Jameis Winston is the other quarterback that did not make it into a list, but I wanted to talk about him because he went 33 for 45. For 456 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, and a 107.3 passer rating. Um... That's a classic Jameis Winston game. Ton of yards, ton of touchdowns, ton of interceptions. He is now, get this, second in yards in the NFL, only seven back of Dak Prescott. He's second in the NFL in passing touchdowns, tied for second, that is, in passing touchdowns, only two back of Lamar Jackson. And he's first in the NFL by in uh, interceptions by seven uh, to Baker Mayfield. 23 interceptions to 16, I believe. Um... So he's kind of going for uh, the triple crown of quarterbacks, if you will. Uh, I kind of hope he gets it. He's definitely, it's definitely doable. Um, 
Lamar Jackson seems to be getting three to four touchdowns a week now, which is tough to keep up with. But uh, I'm kind of I'm pulling for Jameis. It'll be interesting to see what the Buccaneers do next year. Clearly, Jameis has talent. You don't just go 33 for 45 for 456 yards and four touchdowns, but he also has issues. I mean, three interceptions is a lot. But they did win, um, so that's important. 38 to 35 against the Colts. Aaron Jones had 16 carries for 134 yards and a touchdown. He also added in six receptions for 58 yards. Uh, incredible game from Aaron Jones. He's kind of taken over the mantle as the Packers' best offensive player, I would say, after having watched the Packers a ton this year and every year of my life. Um, Aaron Jones is pretty incredible. That was 192 yards of uh, total offense and a touchdown on only 22 uh, touches. So pretty amazing game from him. As amazing as that was, Austin Eckler was even better. He had eight carries for 101 yards and four receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown. That's only 12 touches for a grand total of 213 yards. That's pretty stinking incredible. Um, from there, we've got Darius Slayton, five receptions for 154 yards and two touchdowns, and A.J. Brown, five receptions for 153 yards and two touchdowns. So nearly identical stat lines there, one yard off, otherwise the same amount of receptions, the same amount of touchdowns. Pretty good weeks from a couple of rookies. So there's our news and notes. Some good weeks there. Um, actually, pretty impressive weeks uh, this week compared to some weeks. Uh, so that's fun, always fun to see. And I got two fantasy wins in both my leagues, which has not happened very often this year. I've got one really bad team and one good team, and they don't usually match up on wins. So that was nice to see. And I won my fantasy basketball league uh, week. So all in all, a pretty good weekend for me. All right. So let's move on. We'll do our we'll do our segments here. We got our two good quarterbacks of the week and our two bad quarterbacks of the week. Our two good quarterbacks of the week. You know I had to talk about Drew Locke. Goes in two weeks as the Broncos starter and two wins, and he was incredible this last weekend. He went 22 for 27. Only five uh, drop pass attempts or miss passes. 309 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. 136 uh, passer rating. Absolutely incredible from a rookie that was on injured reserve for most of the year to come in and dominate like this against good teams, too. I mean, the Texans are no slouches. Uh, they are a playoff team, and the Broncos put them away quite easily. So that was really nice to see. As for his prices on eBay, his I took his Prism Silver Autos on December 6th. They were going for $98. That was a couple days before his game. On December 10th, they were going for $100. Uh, one went on auction for $158. So you are looking at a $60 increase in price, which is bonkers, um, through one game. And they probably increased. I should have looked from the previous week because they would have increased from uh, week 13 to week 14 and week or and week 14 till now. Uh, so Drew Locke's been amazing, and uh, his prices are reflecting that. So if you were lucky enough to have some Drew Locke or are smart enough to buy in uh, before he became the starter, you're looking real good right now. And then number two on our list, we've got Ryan Tannehill. It's gotten to the point where, while I don't really care about his card prices and I wouldn't buy into him, 
it's hard to ignore him at this point. He, he went 21 for 27 for 391 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and a 140.4 passer rating. That's only 18 points lower than a perfect score. Uh, and not only that, but they also won again, which I don't know what to say. I mean, they, they blew the Raiders out 42-21. to 21. That's six wins in seven games with Ryan Tannehill as quarterback, I believe. Um, just unbelievable from him. The Titans definitely found their quarterback of the future, which is odd to say because he's 31, and he was kind of a cast-off from Miami. Miami didn't want him. They went with Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen is terrible. And yet here we are, killing it. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I got a, stat, a tweet here from Jim Wyatt. Ryan Tannehill joins Packers QB Aaron Rodgers as the only players to complete at least 75% of their passes with a passer rating of 130 or higher in three consecutive games in a single season in NFL history. I know that's a little wordy, but two guys. Two guys on a list that have 75% completion percentage, a 130 or higher passer rating in three consecutive games. Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill. Who would have seen that coming? Not me. Not me. So good on him. Uh, Marcus Mariota, sorry you've lost your job. You're definitely moving on, um, probably being a backup somewhere. But uh, Ryan Tannehill, congratulations. You are going to be the starter for the Tennessee Titans for at least next year. And they have a good offense now. Uh, Derek Henry, A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill. That's solid. Uh, moving on to the bad side. Oh, I got a little price here. I didn't really find any prices. He's, you know, he's back when it was tops and prices are weird. And there's so many cards, but I did find a tops finest super refractor auto BGS nine five, obviously one one sold for a grant after the game. So, uh, whoever is holding on to that for years, congratulations on actually getting a thousand dollars out of it. All right, now we'll move on to the bad section. We got two quarterbacks again here, and uh, sad, but it's two of our guys, Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson. Start with Baker Mayfield. He went 11 for 24, which is terrible. 192 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 38.9 passer rating. I don't know what the Browns are doing. They won against the Bengals. They only won by eight, which is a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Um it's an embarrassing, embarrassing way to run your season. Baker Mayfield is, I don't want to say he's bad because he doesn't get any time to throw, but eventually you got to do well, even without the time to throw, and he has been pitiful. 11 for 24 with 192 yards and two interceptions is terrible. Terrible. And uh, I don't know what else to make of it. I think if they get some offensive line help, he could be solid if... Uh, Odell Beckham doesn't force his way out of town first. So we'll we'll see. Uh, eBay, I grabbed his Prism Hyper out of 275 PSA 10 on December 4th. One sold for 120, and on December 10th, one sold for 100. So you've got you've got a little bit of a, a 20 dollar drop there. Um, there wasn't like Prism Base that I could check out or anything. They were too too far uh, of a date gap in there to be of any use for us in this exercise. So that's why I took the Prism Hyper. And then number two on our list is Deshaun Watson. 
He went 28 for 50 for 292 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and a 63.1 passer rating. Deshaun, I mean, you can't lose to the Broncos. You can't beat the Patriots and be good and then lose to the Broncos, right? Nobody wants that. You come off of a huge win and you lose to the Broncos. What is going on? But he barely had over a 50% completion percentage at 28 for 50. 292 yards, a touchdown is all right. Two interceptions is bad. 63.1 pass rating is bad. You know, they just, they'll need to bounce back next week, and I'm sure they will. They've got the Titans, so maybe they won't. Maybe they won't bounce back. That's a, that's a tough schedule, having to face the Titans, who are suddenly good. And then they have the Buccaneers, who you never know. Jameis Winston might uh, throw like 10 touchdowns. And then they have the Titans again. Titans, Buccaneers, Titans to end the year. Um, they should have faced the Titans when Marcus Mariota was their quarterback. That would have been much easier for them. But his, I took his e, uh, prism-based PSA 10s for comparison on December 5th. One went for $175 and one went for $195. On December 10th, five days later, and also two game days after the game, one went for 120 and one went for 125 Now, those are drastically low. I don't know why that is. Uh, it's sold at like 7 o'clock at night or something like that. So it wasn't like it was 1 o'clock in the morning or 3 o'clock in the morning, some weird time like that. So, huge drop there, if it's real, and I can't confirm that it's real. That's a $70 drop to a $50 drop, depending on which card price you use, the 175 or the 195 Huge, huge drop. Um, I don't think it's legit. We'll have to wait and see and see more Prism-based PSA 10s sold to see what happens. Something to watch. Um, so there's our good and bad section for the week. You know, only two this week. Sorry about that. Just kind of press for time. And then moving on, we'll cover one last thing we'll cover our my game of the week for week 15 and you have some good games you got Packers Bears Bears are in over 500 now you've got Seahawks Panthers which is somewhat interesting Panthers aren't great but they're interesting uh, Titans Texans which is a really good game Rams Cowboys Rams not great Cowboys not great but the Rams just beat the Seahawks and the Cowboys are one of the best offenses or the best offense in the league. But I think I have to go Texans-Titans. I would not have believed that 10 weeks ago, 5 weeks ago. But the way Ryan Tannehill is playing, Texans-Titans is my game of the week. Um, so I hope you all enjoy this upcoming NFL week. Uh, many of you are probably in fantasy playoffs right now. I am. One league I'm trying to fight to not get last place because I don't want to run a 5k in a costume and the other league I am in the championship it's two-week championship hoping to win that so I can make fun of Aaron I'm in the same league as him I've been giving him a hard time because he lost it's four teams in the championship or in the playoffs two weeks each and he lost his two-week matchup so it's me against a buddy of his and I've been ruthless in making fun of him because uh, he had the best team so he said and then he lost tough it's a tough look but uh i'm happy about it so hopefully that will go well hopefully your guys's fantasy matchups will go well and hopefully the packers beat the bears anyways the rest of this week 
I think I will be unveiling a, a baseball podcast on Friday, so keep your eyes out for that. And we will have our same amount of Instagram content every single day, so keep your eyes out for that. And I hope you guys all have a good rest of your week.